0: Radio Tiny House is on the air. Our shed home has been shared more than one million times on the internet. Kind of cool, but kind of weird, too. Anyway, welcome to the show. Good morning and welcome to Radio Tiny House. I'm Barry Smith. And I'm Beth. Uh, today is uh, Wednesday. Yes, it March is. March 24th. A little
1: later, we like to do them on Tuesdays we, or Mondays. We do
0: like to do them on Tuesdays or Mondays. Um, today's a Wednesday. We've taken kind of a two-week hiatus. We have. Which was not a hiatus for vacation. It was just, I think, a, a we were consumed by other things.
1: Well, and I got my COVID second COVID dose. Right. And I just had to sleep. I mean, I just had to sleep. So, yeah, I wasn't too available.
0: Well, they say that the second (laughs) dose, uh, and I've had my first. I get my my second dose on um, (laughs) April Fool's Day. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. But um, it's uh, they say the second dose is is worse than the first. Yeah. From a lot of different kind of standpoints. A lot of people have flu-like symptoms. A lot of people have very sore arms. Beth just slept. Slept. I still feel sleepy. it drugged her. Oh my gosh! Maybe they've changed your genes to be sleepy. Who knows? God, we don't know, do we? But <laughs> no. we hope. We're hopeful. We don't know. It's uh, it's, it's a shot in the dark. Uh, oh,
1: good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> but um, but hopefully it will work. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, but again, we have welcome. many.
1: We have many things to do and many places to go, so we need it to work.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We we're not going to stop much longer. I'm no. kind of getting stir crazy here. Yes. Um, we changed to Daylight Saving Time. Yes, we don't love that. I, I I don't mind either Daylight Saving Time or Standard, but I would like it to be one just or one, the other. not both.
1: Well, and I, for my real job, I work in um, uh, talking to people all over the U.S., and I have to figure out now Because some places don't convert and some places do, so then we're trying to talk about what time we're going to have a conversation. And thank goodness for iPhones that convert it, but not every and and, um, you know some of the calendar programs convert it. But it's a little like Arizona doesn't change and everybody else has. And George is now talking about not changing, so it's just really confusing. Um, And he's turning off my phone because I forgot. (laughs)
0: I have to turn off my notifications. Every podcast. Every Can podcast. You please put your phone on I live on, on, on airplane my mode? phone
1: all day, every day. We have to talk about what we're wearing. Ooh, oh, I bumped oh. My, my microphone. Don't,
0: Sorry. Don't bump your microphone. If you're going to bump your microphone, at least do it artistically. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yes, we are wearing Radio Tiny House merch.
1: Yay, our we're shirts. excited.
0: We are. Um, we're, these are going to be available on our um, Radio Tiny House website. Yep. Um, through our uh, merch store there. So if you'd like, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to support us, um, buy a T-shirt. We're going to have them in different styles, different mm-hmm. sizes. That's important because I could not wear hers. No. Um, she could wear mine. Yes. I could not wear hers. Right. We'll eventually have hats that because I like to wear a, a hat and coffee cups. And Beth got this really cool. Thermal, thermal mug thing. Thing? No, water bottle. Water milk. bottle. Thermal water bottle. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, so we're even, adding that ice to in our it, store. Cooler. Yeah, so soon um, we'll have those up and going. But we started out with this is our prototype. And right. so we're working on the Radio Tiny
0: House uh, t-shirts. they've been worn in public?
1: Yes, we did, we did wear them in public. <laughs> we went to the Georgia, was it Georgia Tiny House Festival? Yeah, is that yeah, yeah. The title and we'll, of it? we'll talk
0: about that later too. Yeah. But, yeah, we didn't Although uh,
1: we you couldn't see them because it was so cold we had to have all of our jackets and all of our things that we could wear. I was freezing. It was cold.
0: Uh, it was chilly. I uh, it was, uh, I was ready to go. Oh well, it was also windy.
1: I was still in the middle of my nap time for yes. COVID, so I was ready
0: to go home. I wasn't yeah. doing so. I
1: got grumpy like a little three year old. about about one thirty she was
0: dragging behind me, kicking her feet.
1: If I'd had a stroller and a sucker, I would have been in better shape. Oh, but I was she, not.
0: She was looking for her blankie at that <laughs> I didn't, point. I, needed I my literally blankie. probably needed a blankie because <laughs> she was cold.
1: I was freezing. So, and then Barry finally gave me his coat. So I had on uh, just a windbreaker, but I had on a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt. A windbreaker, a windbreaker and another in. windbreaker. And I was still ready to go. I was freezing.
0: So I, uh, the shirt, my shirt got some exposure, even though I had a long sleeve shirt under it. My shirt but, got no uh, exposure. At least I was warm.
1: But I did bump into somebody who recognized us. Yep. Yes, yes, that's she's true. a member of our group. And I've, I've known her personally. But I was like, I was so covered up and bundled up. I'm not sure how she even saw me. But I was
0: cold yeah it was uh it was an interesting i mean it
1: really wasn't that bad it, well, it was not temperature like, wise it, wasn't it was like, like it was 12 40, degrees
0: it was probably 45, 45. degrees
1: but the wind <sighs> i was just freezing to death
0: yeah the wind chill was was at least in the
1: i mean it's march you know, i thought i thought you know it would be feel like march it well, did not no. feel like march
0: this is georgia honey
1: i know i don't know it what can
0: I'm be thinking. 70 degrees one day and 28 the next well it so. was
1: 45 and i really so we we were talking about going back the second day, I'm right. like, "There's no way," and there was another reason I didn't want to go, but we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah, yeah, but needless to say, if you like the shirts, um,
1: they've been exposed, they've been but exposed.
0: not really. <laughs> 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 and they'll be available probably this week. Yeah, on we're our, trying to on get our, our store. store. We're trying to get up. everything set up, and, and and But this
1: is a sneak peek.
0: It is a sneak peek, and again, it says Radio Tiny House. On yes. It. So, uh, buy them. I mean, you know, if you like them. If you don't like them, then you can buy them and just put them in your drawer. I've oh, yeah. done that we'll before.
1: Do, we'll do a bunch of tiny house shirts, so we yes. won't just be limited to radio tiny house. But once we right. get our store up, and Barry, that's Barry's job. I, I want to do one week.
0: that says, you know, I live a sheddy life.
1: Yeah. Well, you so, can. Something like that. You can. Yeah. I like that. Well, see, here's the problem with us. We are people who work. We have projects at home to do, too. And then we do uh, the podcast here, um, and we also do the YouTube audio, video podcast. Right. Um, sometimes we get behind, especially since we're in the middle of doing our shofas.
0: Right, and we're both we're both getting ready to embark on um, some additional podcasting. Yes, and of course,
1: then I have to take naps. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's a problem because I have to get my nap. Uh, I'm going
0: to start putting Beth and Evie down for a nap. But Evie's our granddaughter uh, down at the same time every day for a nap. Well, they I also take a medicine together. that makes me sleepy. Yes.
1: So yeah, I'm I'm in the, I'm in nap mode these days. <laughs> naps are great.
0: Naps are great. There's nothing wrong with a nap. Our grandson will not nap.
1: No, he's against it on every level. um,
0: He, our, our. I'm
1: for it on every level.
0: Our our daughter used to say, "No nap." Yep. But. our grandson will not. And he'll look at you and say, wow, I'm really sleepy.
1: That so he would not well, give in to napping. I mean, he's seven. He thinks that that's just right. little kid stuff. Close that's your, your okay. eyes. Take a nap.
0: Eh. I mean, if I'm sleepy, I'll do it. I, if I'm driving, I won't, of course. But I have done that well, once.
1: I try to keep it Which him led
0: to a great uh, experience, actually. I fell asleep on a road on the uh, Autobahn in um, Germany. We were traveling from Germany. We, I, I had arranged a farm stay. Uh, one time we went to Germany.
1: I don't know if I even know this yeah, story. Yeah, this is how we wound up in
0: Colmar. I oh, fa- that I fa- one. Oh, I yeah, fell yeah, asleep yeah. and almost hit a lorry truck. And um, And I'm Beth, trying to
1: keep him awake and so keep him, me, the one who's the napper.
0: There's no sign of any accommodations anywhere near us. And Beth says, we are getting off at the next exit.
1: Well, we had been up all night on the fl- the flight, yes, and then we got our car and we started to drive to our destination and Barry was not staying awake no it
0: was it was horrible. There were no Starbucks anywhere around. <laughs> I couldn't find anything right but uh we pulled off the the audubon and uh found this absolutely gorgeous town called colmar um it's just it, it, so
1: picturesque it had half timbered houses oh, and was, we stayed in a hotel that was like four hundred years it, it, old it or something n-
0: well, it had been an inn. Since uh twelve something.
1: Oh well then that was a little longer than yes. four hundred. I mean it yes. was, it was uh, the,
0: the stairs were just there were thick pieces of wood that had grooves from where all the people had it was uh, the mattresses weren't, you know, from twelve hundred, which is nice. I didn't care. But uh, I mean, it, it was great. Out, yeah, we conked out. I
1: was napping again. Had
0: great meal it was just a phenomenal. Maybe this place. radio
1: tiny house podcast should be called Beth takes a nap. Beth takes a nap. (laughs) Places I have (laughs) napped.
0: Well, you and my dad could write a book. (laughs)
1: I know. I didn't used to be so bad, but my medicine makes me sleepy. And staying awake all night on a plane makes me sleepy, too. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, because I I sleep well for takeoff and landing, but everything in between I don't sleep well for. So, (laughs) we've covered (laughs) naps and shirts. Yes, we have have digressed a little bit, but it's fun. Uh, So, one of the top reasons, this is segment two, one of the top reasons for going Shetty is... And? And tiny. Is? Is style. Mean,
1: style. Style.
0: You can, um, and we've talked about this a little bit before, about how every, what's that old song, they're all made of ticky-tacky yeah. and they all look just little the same. little houses
1: on the hillside made of ticky-tacky yes. or
0: something. Um, and, you know, m- most houses and subdivisions all look vary the same. a little bit. Maybe every fourth house is exactly the same. Outside colors might be a little bit different. Um Stonework might be different. Yards may look a little bit different, but they all pretty much look the same. Brown. Brown, yes. that's Mostly the, they're brown. That's the big color in Atlanta these days. Yeah. It's just kind of brown. brown. Or
1: until spring comes and we have pollen and then there's everything yellow. yellow.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter what color your house or your car is. Once, <laughs> once pollen season hits, everything brown, is yellow. a bright pine yellow. Right. Uh, if you don't know what pine pollen is, then uh, consider we'll send it, yourself we'll, lucky. We will post pictures.
1: Yes, on Pine Pollen Day, that'd it's, be great. Or week, quite yeah. Quite
0: disgusting. Everything is gritty and uh, it's nasty. Yeah, but we do have green trees year round, which is which is nice. I mean,
1: hey, we're good. the reason we. One of the reasons we chose to move back here after living all over the U.S is because of the seasons, right? right? We get spring, we get fall, we get summer, we get long summer, hot summer. We get We get four, winter. four days of winter. Well, I mean, we get cold. We get cold. we get, cold we get we, winter. So we get full four full seasons. And one of the actually we'll call it five. And one of the seasons is pollen season. Right.
0: How's yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's exactly what it, or allergy season you could call well, it either way because they all coincide. Right, but we um, have like
1: super season. But even. so,
0: but style with with tiny houses and shed homes, you can create your own.
1: Yeah, thing. because and another, you know, you're you have full reign, if you will, uh, because you're building it yourself. Usually, sometimes, or you're helping design it, right? right? So if you're doing, you know, in my mind, tiny houses encompass tiny houses on wheels. Small shed homes, cabins, right. you know, I don't know, boats, if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we're talking I mean, about living small. But the important piece of that is that so you have the opportunity to um, really be creative and do your own thing. You're not buying a white whatever box right. or a brown and, in, in Atlanta, and a brown if box.
0: if you buy whatever you buy, usually, uh, whether it's a, a tiny house on wheels or a tiny house on a foundation or... Um, a shed home or barn or barn, whatever you buy, you get to make it your own, make it your own, and do all the interior stuff yourself. You can lay well, out I mean, plans. Some people you can... aren't
1: able to do that, but they still, if even if you do something small and you're doing something a little off the get beaten path, right? You usually end up being a partial designer yourself, even if you don't do the work yourself,
0: right? So, yeah. I think
1: it gives you a lot of opportunities to. Put your own stamp on it. Create your own style. Um, obviously, we're influenced by a lot of people. Barry and I have watched HGTV forever. Um, and so, um, we, you know, we've seen a lot of style there. Um, we
0: watched HGTV when there was actually home. In HGTV or Garden in HGTV, yeah, Home and Garden. TV That's right. We love
1: Garden. Some of the gardening shows, and yeah. now Barry's found them on what is that thing you found? Them
0: Discovery on? Plus. Man, Discovery they're Plus. everywhere in
1: every. So talk about reusing content. Discovery Plus has picked up every yep. old show you've ever seen, and they stuck it on Discovery Plus, and you can have it only for another four dollars and ninety nine cents or month. whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's so uh, they or cut the cable and now we've got. Four of here and ten of there and twelve of that and something else. We
0: cut the cable because of uh, it was ridiculously getting ridiculously expensive, and then everything else was moderately priced. But now they've gone up on certain things and and some of the things that we want to watch. And I think it's probably more expensive now than. But it just feels
1: it feels it's a trickle. It It is a trickle. It feels not as expensive. Well, you also have the opportunity to turn them off right, if you don't but, like them.
0: But we also get everything we could possibly want, and we don't get a package that does, that offers this but it doesn't offer that
1: and then we can't find anything to watch <laughs> but that's another
0: problem i've never had that problem because well, I, I flip a lot i can watch some really weird stuff maybe i can watch some weird stuff while you're napping i
1: was gonna say then you can do that while i'm napping yes
0: I, I do watch that and some sometimes i'll look at her and she'll be sound asleep and i'll go honey this is the program you wanted to watch
1: yeah but i have to have that nap <laughs> so anyway. that's what all she right. just says we digress. Just record
0: it yes so style you can have it be anything you want it to be on the inside Uh, On the outside, there are some limitations, especially if you're doing um, um, a drag and drop or what do you, what it's, uh, ready, removable. removable. Let's get our
1: our definitions right.
0: (laughs) Um, Because those are kind of all pre-made on the outside. So, but you do have some, some leeway on the inside. There are
1: kit homes that you can get. There are metal buildings you can convert. There are so many things where you can have your own stamp and style as opposed to, Walking into the subdivision and picking out what the builder has offered you. Well,
0: Beth doesn't know this yet, but I'm starting a company oh. that does tiny homes based on Old Disney, Walt Disney designs for homes in Epcot, for homes in the desert, for homes under the sea, things like that.
1: Okay, cool. I, I want to do that. I'm all I, think, in.
0: I think that a lot of people would uh kind of like that look.
1: Cool. I love it.
0: So I love that. So anyway, style. If you have it. Or if you don't, <laughs> then it's yours. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I mean, not everybody has a great sense of style, but most people kind of can gravitate to the things that they like. And when you're doing something small, you know, it's okay. Yep. And I, that leads into, and it may not be in, in order. Um, don't
0: don't go out of order. I'm either. like,
1: Barry's got the order up here. Um, that leads into, we're doing something in our shop office that's very different. Yes. I've never seen anybody do what we're doing. Um, it's, and so we've got, so we're in the back part.
0: We're decorating the entire roof with tinsel. It's going to be it's amazing. Be awesome.
1: Now we're in the back part under the loft in a lofted barn rental rent to own that we didn't think we were going to own. So we rented right. it <laughs> and then we ended up buying it. Right. Um, but, uh, so we're in the podcast under the loft. It's about six feet three in here, I think. And then there's a loft above. Um, and then this space is about, what, seven feet wide, mm-hmm. I think is right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it's like seven by six, so small. And then Barry's got a mirror image behind us where he does his voice acting. Right. And does his pod um, recording. So it's a little bit more sound. Um, what would you call proof. it? Well,
0: it's not sound proof technically, but it's, just, sound. it's sound absorbent. Uh, okay.
1: So uh, anyway, so we were, we have that shared space in the, back here under the loft. And then the front is going to be my... I don't know what yet. We won't call it a she shed because it's going to be an everybody's shed. But homeschooling, video studio. Uh, We'll just call
0: it a people shed. A people shed. Or a person's shed. A person's
1: shed. But I'm kind of getting into decorating it. It's taken us a while to get all the projects pulled together. And lumber prices, we were kind of waiting and deciding what we were going to do about that. And we had astrofoil or something on the ceiling that we'll talk about more in depth when we show that. Thing so right. we had to come up with an answer about what we're going to do for ceiling insulation. So it's taken us a while to get where we wanted to get. Um, and next year probably aren't going to put many splits in it. This year probably next year. So that'll be an addition. Right. But I think by the time we get the opportunity to imprint our style on it, it will be quite unique. Uh, right. It will be cost. It will be cost effective because obviously we don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on right. a shed right. in the, that we're not living in. So uh, I'm excited about getting it done, but also we have a lot of projects, so it may take us another month or so to get it done.
0: We, we have projects. Every day. And now Something that, now that Beth, Beth calls this type of time of year, oh, well, I guess we have six seasons because there's building oh, seasons. Oh, right, there's building seasons. So, so. so uh, we're getting ready to embark on a <laughs> – we were gifted, shall I say, uh, the gift of a wonderful Primo grill.
1: We weren't really gifted. Well, it, but no.
0: Well, I, yeah. We'll that's say true. that. Wink, wink. Uh, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. Right. Uh So we have a new Primo grill that we have to pick up. It's the XL, so the thing's massive.
1: Weighs two hundred and fifty pounds.
0: Just the grill. Just the grill. So we are. Um, so
1: it's like a Komodo dragon, and like right, it's them? like a big green or egg big green kind egg, of thing, but, but it's, it's big and oval, right. so it's
0: monstrous. But we are. Um, Getting ready to embark on a new another right, deck we need a place building to put project.
1: It. It's heavy, and so we need a place to put it. And we have some handicap accessibility issues right. from some of our family members, so we're trying to put it. Because as if any of you've seen our house, it's three feet off the ground, so we have steps. And so, it's
0: hilly to get to the house. It's tilly, not. That it's and we and live in the mountains. Depending on the weather, it's actually precarious with mud and
1: right. So in order to snow. make it more handicap accessible. For our family members, right. we are building a low floating deck with a ramp because we have the grill. So we're working on that and trying to make it all work. But we have to get the interior fixed first. So right. The interior's
0: got to be done first. And then, all we, the then things. we build a deck for the new grill.
1: Right. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that's why sometimes we get behind on our podcast.
0: Yep. So um, there's, yes. Always something to do. So and we, we know y'all are busy too. and it's uh, yes. And we appreciate you listening to us. Even sometimes we banter. Uh, So um, a topic I want to talk about today is spring has sprung, uh, which means uh, the possibility for all kinds of weather, Um, snow, uh, tornadoes, high winds. That was Renee, by the way, that was just calling you. Um, And it's, uh, you know, this year uh, we have a chance from, from looking at the reports that a friend of mine who's a meteorologist posts occasionally on Facebook, um, we have a slightly higher chance of, of some very inclement weather and some, some, some heavy storms in our area. Um, but we want to be prepared for that. We, one of the things that, that struck me about uh, the Uri uh, winter storm in texas and and that kind of came down all through the midwest and everything well actually most of the country i guess Yuri impacted um is that people just flat out weren't prepared for that type of a storm well, if you
1: live in texas you just don't expect that but well, yes
0: but you should always no matter where you live there's freak stuff that could happen uh we live in an area that gets now we we live in the mountains so we don't get too many tornadoes up here but they are possible but we also are in uh, in an earthquake zone. We have, Don't talk about that. Well, I mean, it's, it's been years since we, we did. The last earthquake I remember was um, 25 years ago here when we lived in Atlanta in our house in Atlanta and something wasn't right and I got up and our floor was just kind of rolling. Uh, but we also had an earthquake when I was a kid in high school. I remember the lights just going back and forth. So it does happen here, but if you live anywhere... Or wherever you live, there's always some kind of weird stuff that can pop up or happen. You might get invaded by locusts and eat all your crops. Who knows? Um, but we all need to be prepared for things like that. So have water on hand. Um, I read many accounts of people trying to, you know, go fill up their bathtub with water. But there was no water for them to have, to be able to flush the toilet or drink or anything like that. So, you know, if you've got the space to do it, I know living tiny, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to, uh, prepare food and things like that. Um, make the space. Uh, we go to a store in basically the suburban Atlanta area and buy 10 cans of, of food. We have rice on hand. We have In our house, we have probably about a month's worth of of food, um, and we have access to to water. We have, of course, a well. We can go into other people's wells around here, but we also try to keep water on hand for, for things. So it doesn't take much to do. You don't have to spend a ton of money. We're not talking about preparing for the end of the world. Or for the zombie apocalypse or for, you know, Martians invading the earth or anything like that. Because Martians wouldn't invade the earth. Now, Venusians might, but Martians would not. Um, but just to have enough for you and your family, uh, federal government says, you know, FEMA, reco- re- FEMA recommends yeah three days. I don't think that's enough. I think you need to have at least, uh, at a minimum, you need to have seven days worth of food and water for you and your family. And these you can buy stuff online. But if you're not going to eat it, then it does you no good. So if you go and buy one of those multi-packs of, of, of you know, food, freeze-dried food, uh, there are a lot of people that won't eat half the stuff in those. Now, if you're starving to death, you'll eat anything. But in a seven-day period, um, you know, you're probably not going to, uh, to starve to death if you've got something on hand. So just go buy foods that can store that you know you're going to eat.
1: And you have to have a way to... Prepare them. So does that mean soups um, that you can warm up over uh, a fireplace? Right. Does that mean you get your primo grill that you're lucky enough to have, or right. you could grill outside, you or grill some out. way to boil water? You know, there's little ca- camping Coleman stoves. Right. And of course, you have to be outside so you don't get carbon monoxide. But you know, there's, you know, if 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 we have a month's worth of food, right? It's mainly carbs because that's right. what you can store. It's rice and oatmeal and. Uh, we, we have chickens that lay eggs, but you can get powdered eggs. You can get powdered I – mean, and that's just from Walmart, by right. the way. Right,
0: and I saw some powdered butter the other day. Powdered I butter. You get powder. I mean, there's lots butter. of things
1: that you could do. So if we have a month's worth of food, the last few days of the month that we are talking about would be kind of boring, but we would not be hungry. hungry.
0: Right. Um, so –
1: so, you know, I think make make sure you have a way to prepare things, have pre-packaged things. If you've got kids, kids, mac and cheese. Yes, it's not the healthiest, but you can do it. There's lots of ways that you can prepare yourself to be available to, to have, um, you know, food. Right. Now, it your challenge, if you've got, if you're all electric, I mean, there's, there's a heat problem there. There is a cooking problem there. Right. So There are so many ways to look up online how to solve that problem. Um, but you know, just think about it. Right. If you, just thinking about it is a lot of people just haven't even thought about it.
0: Yeah. I used to, I used to have a, a blog and a, and a website about, uh, about prepping and it was kind of common sense prepping. Uh, there's, crazy there, there's lots of stuff out there about prepping. digging a bunker and I, you know, having five years worth of food. I'm not talking about anything like that and we don't do anything like that, but it's, uh, it's important to just be ready. For and, and weather is one of the things that we can all prepare for. Um, right. Even if you don't live in an area that gets tornadoes, you might have one one day. Uh, but at some point in time, everybody I mean, unless you're off grid, well, and then you might, you're going to have it too. Um, everybody experiences power outages for one reason or another. They can be for an hour or they can be for a week. I mean, we have, it's common here. Um, because of all the pine trees, when we have heavy snow or we get an ice storm, those pine trees just topple. The limbs fall on, on power lines and people without, are without power for four or five days sometimes. So right. it's, it's not, you don't have to go out and spend a million dollars on, uh, being prepared, but just having enough food for you and your family, um, for a week and water, um, or we'll whatever you your beverage of choice is, but water is is probably the best thing. Will go a long way if you're if you've got kids and they want to eat Cheerios and and have milk. There's powdered milk you can buy. Uh, can if we they, have them? Uh, yep. If they like eggs, there's powdered. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can buy, and it doesn't cost a fortune. You can buy a lot of this stuff at sporting goods stores. You can buy it online. Um, but uh, just because we we may have some violent weather this spring. Um, I think that uh, that everybody should just be prepared. So uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, trying to sell one thing over another. I don't have a brand that I like. I don't have a, a particular food that I I mean, look at me. I pretty much like every food. There's some foods that I can't eat because I'm allergic to them. But so take that into account. You know, if you're allergic to a food, make sure that it's prepared in such a way or when you buy it, it doesn't have whatever you're allergic to in it. But uh, just be prepared. You can even do it in a, in, in a tiny house.
1: Yep. Um, you know, and and as a professional organizer, I'm all about decluttering and minimal being minimalist in a way that means don't keep stuff you're not using, keep stuff that's important. When you're in a tiny house, that really resonates. So you have to figure out where to store it. Under bed storage is a great thing. Get right. the big number 10 cans. They have dried stuff in them. Put it under your bed. You're good. So there's lots of ways to do it.
0: Yes, there are lots of ways to do it. But there are also lots of excuses. But just don't be that person that, you know, your town gets hit by a tornado and your house is still standing, but you have no food, no water, no nothing, and waiting on the federal government to come help you. All right. Um, because they're always a day late and a dollar short. All right. So that's that's my message on being prepared. Um, we did a sneak peek. Well, Beth did. Yeah. I, I drove. But uh, Beth did a sneak peek of the cottages on Vaughn in Clarkston, Georgia. Right. And what was your...
1: So, um, I've been talking about it a little bit. You know, it's very difficult. So, I think tiny houses and shed homes encompass a lot of different styles, right? Tiny houses on foundations, which is what we advocate Tiny houses on wheels, that's another way to live. That's not something that we're putting in. our. We've lived in an RV, but it's right. not something we really specialize in, but it's okay. Um, and then, of course, now uh, there's a something called the Microlife Institute in Atlanta, and they're really advocating for tiny homes and affordable homes for people to live in. Right. They found a little tiny plot of land in um, one of the sub close-in suburbs of Atlanta, and they're building what is kind of been called a pocket neighborhood ross chapin uh who's an architect that i think is fabulous um coined the term probably back in the 90s i would guess but anyway pocket neighborhoods are um just little pockets of small houses that are within cities so we were able to go to the cottages on Vaughn. i've been stalking them for two years (laughs) um they finally got They're finally building and uh i did a sneak peek so we're going to add that to the video portion of this, because I've got it, I put it on my phone. Right. Of course, when I went to visit, it was a complete mud pit because we've had all kinds of rain, um, and so they had OSB like um, boards uh, thrown all over the ground, and they had um, a big giant truck delivering I don't know roofing or something. Yeah. That so was, that was I couldn't pretty cool. really get great video, but um, as it continues, I will um, add more. But you can see the houses; they're, you know. Spray foam on the inside. They're concrete. Um, what do you they're call hard, that? Hardy, hardy planked on the outside. They don't have any paint on them yet, you know. But they're really building them to be quality, high, higher end finishes, if you will. But inexpensive because right. of the, a lack of square foot. Now it will be a lot per square foot because you still have to have water and sewer and all those things and right. land and land. But um, it will be a lot less. I think the houses are. I don't even want to say what the price range is because I'll probably get it wrong. But anyway, so I'll post a little video peek of that, and then we'll go back and interview them. I've already talked to them about that.
0: They're more expensive than zero.
1: Yes, they're more expensive than a drag-and-drop shed on on somebody's property, maybe.
0: Yeah, when we went, um, it was a beautiful day, but it was (laughs) – as we pulled into the construction area – uh, I noticed that the houses pretty much matched the color of the dust
1: yeah, it was that was
0: on the ground. Yucky. It was all very beige. But Mary
1: thinks he picked up a nail in his tire oh, while we were there, yeah. so he may not let me go. Quite, <laughs> so I may have to walk in next time.
0: No, I'll, no, I I don't know where I picked up that nail. It was probably there, but it could have been anywhere, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were all cute. I think it'd be. It's going to be a great. Um,
1: I think the smallest one is two hundred square feet. Now, Georgia Code originally started at 500 square feet. So we had the code to be able to build 500 square feet right and bigger. But many of the um subdivisions anything in close to town is going to tell you no you can't build 500 square feet you have to have bigger. Right. Right? So they're breaking a lot of barriers by doing that. Um and that's the next thing I want to talk about. Um, the other thing we saw at the Tiny House Festival. Oh
0: yes, 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 yes. Well, we'll when we get there, we'll talk about. Well,
1: that. I don't know that it's on your list. It's it on my list.
0: Well, I have that. I don't know. Well, uh, okay. y- y'all can't see our list, but maybe we'll maybe <laughs> we'll put that up one day, and you can.
1: <laughs> nah, that would take all the fun out of it.
0: <laughs> um. So I think the cottages on Vaughn is going to be a great neighborhood, I, and and I think that the people that live there. Um, are gonna really enjoy it. I mean, you know, it's Yeah,
1: um, I'm envious actually. I'd love to have be able to just buy a cottage and have it in town. Well so maybe I can they pop should maybe there. they should
0: have one available that you can just go pay to stay in.
1: I don't know. I'm sure somebody, if they can, will buy one to make it an Airbnb. Yeah. Um so let's skip that one, the news, and go to the Georgia Tiny House Festival.
0: You want to interview. skip the news? Uh, yeah, that's that, not yeah. news
1: I want to talk about.
0: Oh uh, then I have to then I, I was gonna go diddle, 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 diddle. I don't even that, know what that means. That's like a news thing on TV. Oh, okay. So anyway, all right. Georgia Tiny House Festival. All right. We went. We went. It was cold. I froze It myself was to windy. Death.
1: It was cold and windy, but here's the thing. I guess because of COVID, there were hardly any what I call tiny houses there. There were two. Well, yeah, but there was two more that I want to talk about.
0: Okay. I only saw two that were there.
1: And then the rest of them were schoolies. Right. Right. And people traveling the world in schoolies and vans, which is... You know, hey, listen, if you want that lifestyle, that's great. But we are we are more focused on building things here um, and buying land and living a different kind of life right. than being on the road full time. Right.
0: We prefer a, – a, well, mostly we prefer a rural kind of lifestyle, although there are days when we go, you know, it would be nice to live in town in Charleston, South Carolina. Right. Right. Or Paris. Or but Paris. But that's another
1: problem. Um, we- anyway, so um, we went – I think this was a hard year for them. Uh, there weren't that many folks there. There weren't that many uh, tiny houses. And honestly, people that are selling tiny houses because of the construction stuff are backed up. So they are probably not hauling their tiny houses and doing a lot of sales right. because they're backed up for a couple of years. Some of them, a couple of months, couple of years. So I don't know uh, that that was really what they wanted it to be. I mean, I'm just being honest. But here's the thing. I met um uh, some people that were important for us right i met a girl who does um what would you she does not do a pop up but she does it she takes her tiny house she takes her t- tiny, t- tiny house cod, i guess you call it a tiny house but it's a it's, it's, a, a, shop. it's a tiny she takes her tiny shed shots. no it's a, t- a tiny house on wheels but okay. she takes her tiny house and takes it to like a pop up a store so she takes it lots of places. She was at the Tiny House Festival. We're going to interview her as part of our work from home right. series. She hadn't really worked from home, but she used her tiny home. Well, she takes her home with her. Right. Well, she doesn't live in her tiny yeah, home. Yeah, it's not really a tiny but home, technically, but it looks like a tiny home.
0: She could take her home with her.
1: Um, so that we're going to interview her for the podcast. Um, we also um, met the guy that owns Tiny House Atlanta, I right. think is what the name of it is. I think I got that right. And they basically are park model tiny homes. Right, and
0: Henry is a member of our group.
1: Right, and so we met him, and we're going to have him on the podcast. And the thing that's exciting about that is Atlanta has approved ADUs in certain building areas in their residential building code. An ADU is an accessory dwelling unit. So that means if you're living in the right zoning in Atlanta, and we'll figure out, I've already been online, but i figured out a lot of it, but then you can pull one of these Products or buy, build your own into the um, into your backyard basically, right. and have a place for a granny flat they call them, you know, mom dad live, which has been off limits until recently, and um, you can have a you know a roommate if you will. You can't use them for short term rentals. So they're not looking to craft a whole bunch of Airbnbs in people's backyards. They're looking for additional low cost housing. And so that's how they're approving them. So there's some different, you know, uh, ramifications about that. And it can get complicated. But um, my assumption is Microlife, you know, who's here in Atlanta or people like that will start crafting a lot of accessory dwelling units right. which we need the housing in downtown Atlanta cuz Atlanta has really exploded. So, that was good to see. I walked through. They still feel kind of mobile homey. I, if I was going to design one, it wouldn't look that way. It would be a little more upscale features, Right. but they're really inexpensive, 31 to 35,000 of the ones that we saw. Right. About $100 a square foot, basically. And
0: they come with everything you I mean, you know, unless you've got a family of 10, they I come mean, with basically yeah. everything you need. 300 There's,
1: square feet or yeah, so. Yeah. I, sorry, I got um, stuff going on on my phone I'm trying to keep up with. Uh, anyway. So, so we're
0: going to say you've got stuff going on in your lap because no, you've got you got know, your phone real, in your lap. No, I have real
1: life, too. Um, <laughs> so uh, I thought that was a good thing that we met
0: those two. Right. And then, of oh, course— you wrote- I mean, you met an author.
1: An author. We're going to have her on our podcast. Right. And she, she does, also talk specializes about... in downsizing. And, right. um, you know, certainly I do that. And that's a, been a huge part of my professional organizing business. Actually, that in moves. Particularly right. Yeah. Moving yeah, yeah. people that are downsizing. Um, but, and I'm in the middle of a big move right now, which is why I'm a little
0: Reclamped. busy.
1: Right. Busy. But, um, you know, I think it's important for. Um, people who were thinking about going tiny to understand how to get there right so yeah we're going to talk about that it'd be nice to have another person that's kind of focused on that um instead of me just
0: you know talking well about the, that. the challenge with going tiny of course is everybody well not everybody but a lot of people want really want to do it but there are a lot of people that don't have uh, they look at something and they go oh i would really love to live in that but they don't know how to go get from point A to point B well, right. and get started.
1: Right. And and it is hard. Yeah. And it's there's a huge piece of organization, if you will, and making decisions. And decision making is it can be overwhelming and tiring to do. So we're going to come up with some fun way to maybe some challenges. I don't know. But uh, I think her name is Barbara. Uh, we're going to be coming up with some, you know, how to go tiny. Right. So we'll talk about that. We'll get her on the podcast. And we're going to work
0: on some projects together. Right. Yeah. It was, I mean, there were some good things there. Um, I mean, I'm glad I went. Except I I was
1: freezing. But I uh, I would have been happier had I been awake and not cold.
0: (laughs) Polar fleece would have been perhaps a better bet than a windbreaker.
1: Speaking of being unprepared, I was unprepared for the weather. You were unprepared
0: for the weather. It was not bad when we left where we live i mean it was it was a chilly morning but it was sunny and the wind was not really blowing here and we get down there and which is close to where i i started my college career um and it was just as windy as it it could be it was like man i was
1: unprepared okay so good day for sailing right so that's mainly what i had on my plate
0: all right so we've talked about work from your tiny home
1: yep you want want to talk more about that
0: kiki's Mm -hmm. kiki's apparel um and that, and yep. we'll, well, Beth is going to interview her. She's she's the young lady that um, pulls a tiny house
1: pop up shop. Pop up we'll shop,
0: that. yeah. That's I don't know what else you could call it. But yeah. she goes to festivals. But she doesn't just do tiny house festivals. She also does some um, other festivals around the Atlanta area. Maybe in the southeast. I don't know where else she might go. But we'll have to talk we'll to her find about out. that. We will stay tuned. Stay tuned. We are getting ready to take a trip.
1: Thank God I need to get away.
0: Um, I mean, I love you
1: and everything, but I'm ready to go. So well, of course, it's start going it's with me. It's so. interesting.
0: Yes, you're taking a trip. You're ready to get mm-hmm. away from me, but I'm going with you. Because you're my driver. So, yes, I am your driver because you would fall asleep at the wheel. <laughs> uh, Probably would. <laughs> and I've done that. It's not it's not a good idea. We just talked about that. <laughs> uh, we are, uh, well, we have become addicted.
1: I, funny enough, very We'll i love this
0: show um it's called hometown it's on uh, discovery channel so we watch it a lot on discovery plus well, it's, it's also hg yeah but um ben and aaron live in um napier i believe is their last name they live in laurel mississippi booming metropolis that it is and um so we're going to laurel mississippi and um, and
1: they've revitalized their town. They you know? have,
0: which is amazing. Um, and we need more people like this right. uh, because they they love their their small town, and they it was like many small towns in our country basically disappearing. Right. I mean, you know, stores were leaving downtown, restaurants were leaving, and they decided to start revitalizing the area, and uh, not just homes, but doing stuff downtown as well. And now it's. Um,
1: well, it's an HG phenomenon. It's, it's an
0: HG phenomenon. We had a hard time finding reservations. Yes. Um,
1: wow. Yes. We wanted to go in April because by the time May hits, Southern Mississippi is going to be hot and buggy yes, and I'm, humid. There, it's going to be hot in April anyway. There but, are two
0: things I've, I've been there and done that on. One of them is Mississippi in the summer, and the other is Louisiana in yeah, the summer. Yeah, both and those I, are this really hot. But, um, um,
1: So, yeah, we finally found a cottage. Right. And we're going to take our what we call a gizmo but it's a gimbal it's a
0: gimbal we're going to take cameras videoing
1: and and stuff but you know the the whole notion of but
0: they also have a tiny house manufacturer in laurel mississippi so we're we're going to go down and talk to them
1: yep um and just to you know small town because that's our best bet for tiny house living right small towns living outside of small towns that are now getting uh, that's what's happened to our town it's getting it we go into we chose to live here because there's a town Right? I don't want to live in the woods in a rural place where I never have a chance to go to coffee or go out to dinner or anything like that I don't want to have to do that we're maybe 15 minutes from town uh, but funny yeah. enough we often go to the bigger town um just because it's got the all the chains but our little right, town yeah. has the more Well, we have starbucks eating. we yeah. do
0: have I mean we have any fast food restaurant you could want here in town almost almost um
1: but, yeah, we, I mean, we kind of go to both. We have right. the option of both. But, um, you know, I think the way that we can live tiny, one of the big ways that we can do this is to live in smaller towns, right. revitalize smaller towns. The Internet is now starting to go 5G. We've talked about that before. We finally had to get 5G in order to get our YouTube upload to work correctly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just small town, I think, is a great answer yeah, for it, tiny home it, dwellers.
0: It used to be... Um, you know, living in a small town, it was hard to work from home. Yeah, because of, uh, well, there was no internet. You know, before 30, 40 years ago, well, there right. was technically, but nobody had it at home. But lately, it's been, you know, when we moved up here, we had three megs per second. That's horrible. That's and just, the upload uh, to speed is crazy. Upload so- is bad, but but they've upgraded us to we've got fifty up to fifty um, download.
1: And upload is still crappy. And
0: upload is is still horrible. Um, so that's... But we we're
1: trying to get that fixed this week. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, anyway. I have to scoot.
0: Okay, Beth has to scoot. So then I guess we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll finish up.
0: <laughs> well, this is this is was an interesting podcast from the time we got to the show office, and it's uh, still been kind of interesting. I think it's good to just kind of talk about some of the stuff that um, people want to know about. Yeah. Um, be prepared. Thanks for listening. You can find us at RadioTinyHouse.com. You can find us, you can email us, rather, at uh, RadioTinyHouse at Gmail.com. You can find our group. You know where that is. We've got a page on Facebook. And what else you want to say? That's it. You don't want to say RhapsodyInBlooms.com? No. Oh, okay.
1: I'm probably going to edit this out and let you do a tail end because we get too raggy.
0: I don't. I. I'm not. I don't edit this out. This is the sometimes the best part of the show. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: sad. Thanks for listening. We can't remember
1: <laughs> where to tell you to find.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to Radio Tiny House. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so at RadioTinyHouse at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our Facebook page, which is My Tough Shed Home. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.